Hi, my name is Lynn, and I'm the creator of the blog, Living Large in a Small House. I'm passionate about decorating, entertaining, cooking, gardening, and organizing. Basically, everything that makes a house a home. I'm the wife of the handiest man in the whole world, and I call him handy on my blog. I'm mom to three grown kids, Kenny, who lives in L.A., Annie, who lives in Dallas, and my youngest, Emma, who lives with us in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Emma also joins me on my podcasts. So thanks for listening and tagging along as we live large in our small house. Hi, everybody. This is Lynn from Living Large in a Small House, and I'm here today with my daughter, Emma. And um, Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. Sitting right next to the love of my life. (laughs) Um, We're getting on here today to talk about something that hasn't happened to me in over 30 years, and I'm not taking anybody or getting somebody ready for going back to school for the very first time in... um, like I said, over 30 years. A.K.A. she's college educated. She graduated. They're all college educated. They're wow. all graduated. And uh, Emma's actually back home living with us, which we love. She's working. Living the, li- living the life with mom and pops. <laughs> but anyway, we wanted to share a little bit of um, insight for those of you who maybe are going off to college for the first time and having that as a perspective from both Emma, who's, this, you know... I was the one going off to college. Yeah, and it's still fresh in your memory. It is, thank and, goodness. Um, and from a mom's perspective, I was at Walmart picking up some prescriptions yesterday and I almost cried when I went by the school supply aisle. It was very bittersweet, so... Yeah, this is true. She... you. You did say that to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I miss the school supplies. That's probably my So favorite. do I. I. I love school supplies. Same. I, Office Max is probably one of my favorite stores to go to. See, and I just wandered down the aisles like a knucklehead. Well, for me, the best part of school supplies is the planner. And then you introduced me to Erin Condren, and I had a whole different perspective of what the planner yeah. life could be. Don't even get me started on planners. I... How is that I, her name, Erin Condren? Yes. Erin Condren. Yeah. I, I can see from my perspective right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight One might planners. call that a problem. Nine <laughs> planners. That is, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely a little bit an of an issue. issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's not get on the plan. That's a, that's a topic for another podcast. We could do a whole podcast on planners. Yes, we and could. And stickers. We could. And some of the office supplies that I love and use with my planners. Yeah. So, yeah, that, we'll save that for another time. But well, now what, we were going to... Now, if you, have, if you do have kids going off to college, um, I'm going to have Emma give, like, her perspective of, like, some things... I guess you'd say tips and tricks um, for leaving home for the first time. I mean, remember back when you were a freshman, you were so anxious, so anxious to leave Yeah, I mean, I don't really have the perspective of somebody that's, like, kind of dreading the day of leaving. Like, I was so ready to leave. So I I do know that that's a lot of students, like, scared, you know, to kind of, like, go off on their own. But I was so ready based on my circumstances. Like, I had a hard time and... 
middle school and high school and so I was ready to like start fresh I didn't I didn't know anyone going into college and that for me that was a that was a well, you knew people going into college, but not your college. Like, you were going there alone. Yeah, no one was going in. Yes, you're right. Yeah. No one was going to Iowa State where I started. So, and my sister had gone to Iowa State. She had such a great experience there. So, I was, like, so ready. And and you knew people at Iowa State because of Annie. Of Annie. Yeah. And Annie's so, my older sister. Yeah, I kind of had it at one of the best, like, I don't know situations for going to college so this definitely isn't all-encompassing but I would say that well my my school offered sorority rush some people's schools that they're going to don't have Greek life but I was rushing and so for me I was really I think the most anxious part was like just the fact that I thought I had to be like so pretty so smart so funny charismatic social all this crap that yeah you now that I think back on it you were very stressed about that and the fact was everyone else yeah and and the fact that she was a legacy because her sister was in the sorority she wanted to be in really should have put her mind at ease more but you can't like it didn't but no. from a parent perspective, if you can, even if your child doesn't rush, if you can bring them to school, I think we paid $75 additional for them to be there a week earlier. It's worth every single penny to be able to move them in when it's just those kids moving in rather than the entire university moving yeah. in on the same day. Yeah, I it, don't know. If- it, I don't. I don't know how people do it on a regular day. We we never experienced that because with both our girls, they both went in early. We both they both rushed, so um, we were able to be there early. And then once you're in the sorority, you have to be there early because you're preparing for those freshmen girls who are coming yeah. So in. we always beat the rush because of this whole greek situation at least at iowa state that's how it worked out yeah that's how it worked out so that part was good i i I would say though that um emma what would your perspective like uh, when you were a freshman and you moved into a dorm and you had a roommate you kind of knew her a little bit because you she lived near us so you guys met a couple times over the summer yeah we did the whole facebook meetup thing yeah and, um, Which I highly recommend. I know by the time you're watching this and if you have kids that are listening to this, listening or if you're trying to, you know, get ideas for your children, it might be better if they're going to school next year at college for this. True, but true. what I would say is people always say never go to college with your best friend. And from what I experienced, I mean, I didn't have like a horrible story, but I didn't know my freshman roommate besides the Facebook group that was started for freshmen at Iowa State and it turned out to be I think one of the best decisions of my college career yeah I think and and for Emma she she was really lucky in the fact that she had a girl who was um shout out Brandy yeah shout out to Brandy (laughs) who was really there for um an education she was disciplined and Emma's an organized girl to begin with too so I think they complemented each other, and I think that sometimes freshmen can go a little nuts when they get to school. Um, we won't name any names. Shout out, Annie. <laughs> we won't name any names, but somebody else who is in her family had a little trouble. 
her yeah. freshman year. And her roommate was a cheerleader. And I thought... But that does no, not no, but define... But it doesn't define... You but could I be think, a cheerleader and... I agree. I agree. And I personally thought that that was going to be great because she'd have this great social life. And she did. She had a great social life. That was never a question. Yeah. So I don't even need to say more. You you guys know... College. You can read between the lines. You know what was going on. And so Emma struggled... Or Annie struggled more than Emma with... Um, but I also whole, knew exactly what not to do because, because of, of Annie. Annie. So I don't know. I feel like it kind of definitely changed my trajectory going through that with Annie. But I would say, like, Brandy, my roommate, was the perfect combination of someone that wanted to have fun. She was, like, down to have a good time. But I, she would be walking home from class when I was waking up. I I purposefully scheduled my classes starting at 11 because I'm just not a morning person. But, like, Brandy could be out at night, and then she would still be coming home from her math 8 a.m. every single Friday or whatever, and she never skipped a beat. So I got really lucky with her. There's, like, no drama, no issues at all. Um, but, yeah, it, it's very, very... And you can't... Nothing we can say or do is going to get someone over that daunt... Like, that an- anxious feeling. Like, it's definitely just, like, something you have to go through. But, I don't know. I think being in the sorority helped and having my sister go through Iowa State before me really helped a lot, but... I, I, I think you have to be there for the right reasons, too. Um, yeah, that's so true. I mean, you can't force it. Like, college is definitely something you have to work at, and if you're not wanting to do it, then you won't do it. Right. I mean, you you might do it, but you're not going to get the, get your money's worth. So, I don't know. Okay, we were trying, we wanted to talk about, like, packing. Yeah, well, and and from a mom's perspective, I was going to interject that the other thing that when, what we as parents did when Annie was going to school, she was our first girl going, and, and girls are so much different than boys. When Kenny went away to college, he had 30 pairs of socks, 30 pairs of underwear. He might have had a sleeping bag. He didn't even want sheets. Got in his Jeep. Left and drove to Arizona and didn't come home for seven years. So that's the story of Kenny. And, and that totally, actually, 100% is the story That of is the story. And it totally happened. Annie, we packed everything but the kitchen sink and brought her to college. And we brought just about everything plus the kitchen sink back home with us because... They live in little shoe boxes, and there's very little storage space. space. Yeah, their closets. Even in, when Emma was a, a senior and living in an apartment, which was, by the way, apartments in college now are nothing like what we remember because her kitchen was nicer than a kitchen I had until I was in my forties yeah. in her her yeah. her senior. Your At least apartment. we took care of it, though. I mean, we basically lived in a fraternity. That apartment building was us girls, and like the rest was boys. And when you would walk into the boys' apartments, like, it was a shame because they didn't take care of it. We ac- actually took care of it. I mean, we had flowers every week. Like, we did it. We You did it, but you didn't have a lot of space. You had a tiny closet. 
Yeah. You didn't have room for a dresser in your room? No. So, you know, you talk about living large in a small space. We had to be very creative. But by that time, having put this being the third child who's going off to college and knowing what to expect, um, we, we were pretty creative about stuff. Although Emma packs more clothes... I mean, I know what I have. I know the space. I know. So it actually, in my mind, wasn't. I think maybe you took on one bin of things. But I swear, I had way less clothes than I do now. It was like. Right. And the other. It worked. Here's the thing, parents. There's no reason to, (laughs) to drag a case of water from Chicago to Ames, Iowa. They do have a Target, they do have a Walmart. Um, and this by, is Ames, Iowa. Yeah, you this, might be going the, to like third, LA. By the so, third person, they by the third kid, that. we realized that we didn't have to bring as much stuff. We just went we went out to the store as we needed things, as things popped up, as storage presented itself or didn't work out quite the way we planned. We um, we just pivoted and went to Target. I mean, by the time. I was had an apartment. That's when I needed a mattress too, and we didn't even bring a mattress. We bought a mattress. We bought, uh, yeah. We and they bought. have the deals because they know you're coming. Right, right. So there was deals, and we're lucky enough to have my dad's van, his work van, so we were able to like take it all. But honestly, I know a lot of people that brought U-Hauls. Yeah, and that was, that was actually funny. Emma's freshman year, we were pulling up to the to the dorm. And there are parents who clearly their child is a freshman and they've never put had a co- kid go to college before. Because, well, I think you were on the third floor. So no elevators, no air conditioning. Whatever you bring, you got to walk it up. You got to haul it out of your car. You got to haul it up there by yourself. There's nobody there to help and you. And the door locks behind you every yeah. time. <laughs> I can't tell you how many dads I saw haul a futon or even a sofa upstairs and then bring it back down mad as can be and put it in the back of the truck there was people with full on trucks filled plus a u-haul thinking this is all going to fit into a dorm room um it it's it it to me it was comical um and yeah but being in that situation not funny like no, no, dad, no, dad, dad is yeah. like scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but he got a kick out of the other dads being mad because we weren't in but that he, predicament. And he knows what it, it is. Like, yeah, because yeah. we've totally been there, done that. And don't buy expensive stuff. That's my other thing. I, it, you disagree with me on that, but it, most of it gets ruined. Um, I half disagree with you. Like senior year, living in an apartment in an apartment was definitely different than like living in a dorm in a sorority house because I didn't have people over when I was living in a dorm in a sorority house. But when you're in an apartment, well, it was COVID times, but we were, at, we were like, you were like, it wasn't COVID. Yeah. You, I'm trying to come up with an yeah. excuse. No, it's actually really, really horrible. But I mean, the whole state of Iowa was as if there wasn't COVID in general. So and especially on campus, it wasn't a thing. So, so it's the we girl did who got COVID two weeks after getting to school because I my immune system was so down because. And of... then she can't, comes home for Christmas, 
goes back, yeah. and by February 20th, she tested positive, not for the first time, but the second time. Yep, this um, is true. I'm living and breathing. I, I, hardly when I breathe. die, they'll put me in the Smithsonian Museum. <laughs> hardly breathing because you still don't have taste and smell after yeah. the second bout. And oh, that's it's, been a very long, long a, she's a long hauler, and it's not fun. Hey, this is our second up episode. We're not trying to get political, but COVID is real. It's alive, yeah. and it's scary. Get it's your vaccine. Scary. Get your vaccine. Um. And speaking of being sick, make oh. sure that your kids have Motrin and supplies. That To me, that was one of the most heartbreaking things was the first time any one of my kids called from school and they were sick as dogs and they were alone and they wanted their mom. The very first time, I feel like neither one of them had like Motrin or something and you know, who are you going to find at 1 o'clock in the morning to go run to 7-Eleven to get you some Motrin when you're feeling crummy? Yeah. So that that's that was one thing that and you, was hard and for you me was when they were sick. Because you're working harder than you worked. You're in a new environment. You're hanging out with people. You're, you know, it's a very work hard, at least my situation was a very work hard, play hard situation. So you're, I was always sick. But back to what I was saying with the apartment and senior year. I would say I deserve to have, like, nice things in my room because I kept my room area very, like, that was my sanctuary. I literally kept it very put together. It was always clean. My bed was always made. And I came home with everything that I brought, and I plan on putting it in my apartment. Now, for the things that were communal, what I would say is if your child is very, loves, like, their things and loves a nice area and to curate their space, they have to be aware that not everyone likes that and not everyone is going going to appreciate or be respectful respectful of the work, the money, the thought, the time that goes into everything that's placed in their apartment or their dorm or their space. So... Like, for example, good thing we bought that couch. We we inherited a couch from the people before us for just 150 bucks, And I had five girls living, so it's $30 each to inherit this couch. So it really wasn't that big of an invest, investment per person, which, thank God, because it was a white couch. And by the time school was over, it was tragic. It was, yeah, it was, it was tragic. tragic. It was so bad. So, yeah, things like that. Um, and the, the we bought the rug, and that never made it back home yeah, either. I would but say, we didn't spend a lot of money on it either. Yeah, you can find cheap rugs that look nice from Amazon or there's, I think it's rugs.com or something. They definitely have discounted rugs, which is nice because when you're in college. Or Wayfair, that's another place that, like, I think. Annie's first adult apartment we got a lot of stuff from there and it's it's kind of it's furniture that's not crazy expensive but it's nice yeah um, I got my bed frame from Amazon nice wood bed frame um, that was like a hundred bucks for that bed frame and a nice end table for my nightstand that was from Amazon too 
You didn't have a ton in your room. You had your bed. You had I mean, your I lived in a, a literal shoebox. So, and you had your, um, and then we're lucky because Handy, Emma's dad, my husband, he made a lot. He made the entertainment center and the end tables out of pallet wood, which was really Genius. an inexpensive way to make something that actually did stand up and was sturdy. And I probably will still use it in, in my apartment. And it costs next to nothing. And he made your mirror for you in your, that was in your bedroom. Yeah, so... I don't know any good recommendations for, like, a nice... Because everyone wants those statement mirrors nowadays, those big floor-to-ceiling. Yeah, and they're they're expensive. We just got... We're lucky, we're that, lucky. that Keith could make it. And so, yeah. And then the other thing I, I, I want to share with moms and maybe even dads, when, you're, when you leave that child at school, your baby, even when it's time number three and you think it's going to be easier, you're going to cry. <laughs> you're going to cry when you leave. And, um, and the kids will cry too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's sad, but the, the funny thing is you think like you're leaving them forever and it probably was two or three weeks. And even though you were five and a half or six hours away, you, you came, you were home. Yeah. Things happen. I'm when I went off to college, not even like a month later, my grandpa passed away. So then I was back at home which I didn't think was going to happen and then just like things happen yeah obviously probably well, and, hopefully and between yeah between August and Thanksgiving goes by really really fast yeah and then you were always home was it no just one year this past year you were home from Thanksgiving until January but then that time between Thanksgiving and Christmas goes really fast and then you were home for almost a full month and then back to school, and it seemed like we just dropped her back, and the, the year was ending. So it, those four years just fly by. They fly by like crazy. Um, I don't know if you're trying to wrap up or something, but I do have a few tips and that I wanted to share. Um, so for things like towels, like bath towels, washcloths, um, hand towels, TJ Maxx, Tuesday morning, if you're lucky enough to have them near you, you can get really good deals there. Cute stuff. Um, glassware, again, Tuesday morning, TJ Maxx. Max. Um, we have an Ikea near us, and we got a oh, yeah. lot of things yeah. from Ikea. That's so true. And I think even if Silverware, you're Silverware, if you near, have an apartment, Ikea. Yeah. I mean, we did a lot of the kitchen supplies came from Ikea. Yeah. Good knives at Ikea. And meatballs. That you still use. <laughs> that I still use. Um, bedding, I also got from TJ Maxx on Tuesday morning. The things I would not forget to get, because I think I thought I didn't need a shower caddy. Like, I don't know if I'm the only one, if I'm just stupid, but, like, I don't think I brought a shower caddy freshman year. And that was something I definitely wish I had from day one, because it was a communal bathroom. Shower shoes, obviously. Don't need athletes, but if you don't don't already have it. <laughs> and a shower cap because sometimes you're disgusting from the day and you want to go out, but you don't want to shower your hair. Definite must. And then I also wanted to say if anyone's actually doing sorority rush, like it could be really daunting and really scary, but 
one thing I heard that I never believed until like it happened was like everything legitimately happens for a reason. Like you might go into it thinking you're going to be in one sorority and you have your mind set on that because they you heard from Susie down the street that that's the place to be. And if you're not in that sorority, then you're a nobody, which like literally isn't true. You can make friends anywhere and everywhere. You also don't have to be in a sorority to make friends. You can join clubs, um, dorm rooms. You can make friends there. But if you're doing sorority rush, like, I would just say don't put too much pressure on yourself. Like, you can tell when someone's really nervous and that happens when you put too much pressure on yourself. So just literally go into it like you're having a normal conversation with anyone and all of a sudden you'll feel like, wow, I'm really killing it. So just, like... Don't think too much into it. And I think being a little, like, open-minded, like you said, because one place where you think you're going to end up might not be the place that clicks for so you. So many people would end up at a place because they knew or they heard that it was, like, the place to be and then dropped out because they didn't click with the girls. And, you know, it, it this whole, like, hierarchy thing is literally just, it's stupid and it, it doesn't really mean anything and... So, yeah, and then I would say um, definitely take into consideration the philanthropy that they do because you want to be, like, really into it, and you won't be into it if, I mean, of course you could be into it because philanthropy is philanthropy, but, like, my sorority does St. Jude, and it was, like, life-changing for me. Um, Brought me to places I never thought I would go and got me in touch with people that I never thought I would. So, definitely philanthropy is a big thing and also just a rule of thumb like literally nothing's permanent like you might think your whole world's crashing down when you don't get asked to a sorority on one day or you might feel like wow this just like isn't working for me I'm not clicking with the girls like and I I do advocate for like sticking with things and giving it a shot but also if you're not feeling it like you're not you're not backed into a corner like you can always change your situation and Four years is a really long time. Um, it's normal to have a really rocky start. And I feel like I'm talking to the freshmen right now. I'm literally talking to the moms, which they're probably already saying this to their kids. But from someone that's 22 years old, it, I had so many friends that had a really rocky start and had the time of their lives come sophomore, junior, senior year. Like, things change and... I don't know. I truly believe everything happens for a reason, so. Yeah, your, her cousin went away with her. And, and she had a really she rough She had time. a rough freshman year, but then she wasn't going wasn't going to be part of a sorority. And then, and she, then she changed her mind. Like you said, nothing's permanent, nothing's set in stone. And she ended up joining the sorority and, like you said, having the time of her life. The next. And literally now we're best friends. And, and well, I mean, fr- we were best friends, but she, we are all in the same friend group still to this day. And you're fr- Our rider dies all from Tridal and a whole other avenue of things. Right, but. right. Well, and, and your, your freshman roommate and Sarah, your cousin, are now, like, yeah, they the live together. Friends. They live together year. senior year. Yeah, so uh, you know, it, it all came full circle. Um, and if you do have kids going off to school, uh, good luck to them. It's probably happening in the next week or two. We were just Emma, one of Emma's roommates, visited us this past weekend, 
and we were we were kind of reminiscing about this would be the time they would be going back to school and it was kind of bittersweet for both of them they're now working girls and i think maybe for our next podcast maybe we'll talk about life at as a seemingly empty nester and then your kids move back home because i think that's a topic a lot of people can relate to because you know, a lot, a lot of your friends are living at home back with their Especially parents. Especially with COVID. With, yeah, because of COVID, I think that just accentuated the fact and, you know, there weren't a ton of jobs available. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But um, it was great chatting. Um, loved having you here with me, Emma. Hope you'll join me. Well, for sure you'll join me next time. She's driving me by my hair. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like it. No. Um so thanks for joining us at uh, Living Large in a Small House and um, featuring Emma, featuring <laughs> Emma, and hopefully we can we'll we'll figure out a way to get Annie involved in our conversations too. Um, she's in Dallas, so it'll be it'll be a little bit of magic to make it all work, but because we could hardly figure out how to turn the computer. Oh my God, you do not want to know how long it took for us to do this out. by ourselves. Yes. It's literally garage band. Yeah. We can't figure it out. So, have a great day, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast, Living Large in a Small House. If you enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave these ladies a five-star rating. Check the show notes for any links and contact information. Also, visit livinglargeinasmallhouse.com to become a VIP member, which entitles you to the free resource library. And remember that love grows best in a small house.